0: Go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. yes sir, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir, Man, for those who don't know, this is the new talk show in Beaumont, Texas. Into the deep What we do is we bring the word to the world so others can understand who they are while uncovering what they can do in their life. And in the end, fulfilling God's divine. purpose. We expect to see miracles, signs, and wonders throughout each individual who watches this show. I am Leander DJ Wilson, and I want to invite you into the deep. Amen. Glory be to God. Good evening, good evening. Welcome back to another episode of Into the Deep. Amen. I am so excited about tonight. Amen. As you can see we are we have a different setup. Amen. Listen. This evening is so special. This evening is so important to me because tonight God put a burden on me for those who are Get on this journey of being saved, healed, and delivered. Tonight. We're going to get into, we're going to dive into the word. But after that, I'm going to pray for each and every individual in this process. So. We're going to get all the the greetings and welcome out the way, and then we're going to dive into the word and understand what God has for us. Amen. I am Leander D.J. Wilson, and I am the host of this talk show Into the Deep, which is in Beaumont, Texas, where we bring the word to the world so others can know who they are and whose they are, thus fulfilling their divine purpose in Christ. We expect to see miracles, signs, and wonders through each and every individual who this show comes across. And here, tonight, we invite you into the deep. Amen? We invite you into the deep. The deep is calling out unto you. We invite you into the deep. Because right now we are in a series of we are in a series called Save, Heal, and Delivered, which is no more traumas, no more triggers, and no more tensions. No, no, more bound to the past, no more bound to what I've been through, no more bound to what I'm how I act, no more am I, no more will I be controlled by my situation, no longer will I be controlled by what I went through. I am now I am saved, healed, and delivered. That's not what I am. That's what I'm going to be. That That's not, the, the title isn't what we are. The title is a declaration to where we're going. You see, in scripture, it says we speak life or we can speak death. So tonight, God wants me to illustrate this to you. Saved, healed, and delivered is us speaking life. Over our future. No longer are we bound. To what we've been through. No longer are we bound. To our situation. No longer are we bound. Or controlled by our situation. Tonight. We decree and we declare. That we are saved. Healed and delivered. Amen. So. As I said. I have a. A word it comes from Acts Chapter Three. Acts Chapter Three. All right. Acts Chapter Three. So here we are in Acts Chapter Three. Just gonna be reading nine verses. And the thing about Acts is Acts is Acts, Acts is like Genesis of the New Testament. Genesis is the beginning of the New Testament because it describes, it illustrates, it tells the reader many of the first that's gonna come along. It, it tells the reader the first like it's the beginning of creation it's the beginning of the prophet movement it's the beginning of relationship it's the beginning it's the beginning before Christ and Acts is the beginning after Christ. Genesis is the beginning before Christ. Acts is the beginning after the death of Christ. It is the first of the disciples being positioned and shifting into the apostolic It's the first of the Holy Spirit falling on the disciples. It's the first of a mass deliverance. It's the first of a mass impartation. See, in Acts, we see the disciples move, shift three different ways. We we see them first moving from just walking with Jesus, I'm sorry, from just watching Jesus operate, to walking with him, to now being a witness for him. You see, our first episode when we talked about how Peter followed Jesus' instructions and he cast his net for a catch. And and then Jesus said, now I'm going to make a fisher of men. So so, so we see how how Peter Watch Jesus work a miracle in his life. And, and over the many episodes when we've seen how how Peter watched and how he walked with Jesus, conducting different miracles, how he walked and watched Jesus heal the blind man, how he walked and witnessed. And watch Jesus heal the lame man at the pool of Bethesda. How he watched and walked with Jesus. And tonight in Acts chapter 3, we're going to see Peter shifting into another another realm. Now he's being a witness for Jesus. Acts chapter 3. One day Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to bed from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, Look at us. So the man gave him his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, Silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have, I give. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate, called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. So, so, we see, broad from from what we read from the scripture, we see Peter heals the man. But guess what? This is the name of the show. is called Into the Deep. So guess what? We're gonna go in to the deep of the scripture. Okay. So, so before we really get too deep, I want to just bring to our attention one verse, verse two. Now, a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate. How beautiful! When he was put, where he was put. Every day, to bear from those going into the temple courts. So, so this man, he was lame from birth. He he was born that way. He was born with that condition. And and I I picture. When I read the scripture. I picture this man. Going around. This man telling people that. I'm lame and I'm born this way. He. he, he, he See my situation. Controls me. I'm lame so I can't. Do things on my own. I need people to carry me. Because my ankles and my feet don't work right. I'm bound in my situation. I can't do anything on my own. And this has been since birth. So he was lame by birth. He was bound in his situation. He identified in his situation. He he was identified by his situation. Because if you read the scripture, you don't see it mention his name. It says a man who was lame from birth. He was identified by his situation. So so he's bound in his situation. He's identified by his situation. And then people carry him to the temple gate. And he was put there every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. So, so let me let me inform us this: the temple at this time to us is church, the church building. The corpse is the church parking lot. And the gates is the end of the driveway. So this man was brought to the edge of the driveway of the church. And people will pass him and he will beg them for help. So when I read that out, I'm like, okay. So I believe on the first day, he, he, he asked for help. And, and all, only the only help he got was money. So, so he was so conditioned to the help he was going to receive was money alone. So when Peter and John came to him and asked for his attention, he thought he was going to receive money. He was, not only was he bound to his situation, not only was he identified by his situation, he was conditioned in his situation. Then Peter and John came into his life and turned his life around. And in the scripture he says once Peter told him to get up and walk once Peter reached out to help him up It says the man started leaping and praising and he went into the courts I want to tell us about three individuals in this sex. and we as humans fall into these three categories. Number one, the cupbearer. Number two, the gatekeeper. And number three, The silent partner. Number one, the cup bearer. Now, now the thing about a cup, or well, the cup symbolizes in Hebrew, the cup symbolizes an overflow. The cup symbolizes an overflow. So, so, you probably say, Oh, I want to be a cup bearer. Wait. A cup bearer is only looking at the overflow, the cup bearer only focuses on the overflow. This man would be carried to the gate and he would beg for help. And when he seen the help he received, his focus was only on that. His focus was on the overflow of those who was helping his focus wasn't going his focus wasn't on going into the courts and into the temple his focus was on the overflow let me, let me you to to see The man only seen what he can benefit from. In 2023, so many people don't go to church anymore because they've been hurt by the church. They've been hurt by eight church on top. Because in their time of need, they were supposed to get some help. And they didn't receive the help that they wanted. Their focus was on what they wanted, the kind of help they wanted, but not what they needed. Today, God wants us to know that cupbearers focus on the wants of help, not the need of help. That there's a cliche that's said that may help us understand it a little bit better. It it, it goes like, he may not come when you want him, but he'll be right on time. And the revelation God gave me with that saying is, he may not come the way you think he's going to come, but he's going to come and he's going to show up Just when you need it, just how you need it, just how it will benefit you to move forward. Not keep you conditioned, not keep you bound. But the thing about cupbearers, they're they're, they're bound to their situation. They're conditioned in their situation. That the only way out they see is the world's way. The only way, the only help this man seen was money. He says, I need help, so when people look at me or when I get their attention and when we have attention, They're going to help me with money. Come back. Focus on the overflow. The next one is the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper. Now, here in 2023, a gatekeeper is something that keeps the information to themselves, keeps everything to themselves, and don't push it out. The man stood at the gate. Let, let, let's, let's dive into what the gate is. So, if, like I said, they, they, were, at the end, they were at the end of the parking lot of the truth. If we go back to 40, 1440 BC and then We're in the presence of Moses and he's talking with God and God giving him instructions to build a place where his presence can reside. And God gives Moses these instructions to build a tabernacle, a tent of meeting, a place where God's people can worship him. And get into his presence. And know that his presence is there. Well, we talked about the tabernacle with Bishop Lee, and he broke it down about the purpose, the power, and the process, and the pattern. And, and one of the purpose, one of the patterns of the tabernacle was that in order to enter into the tabernacle unlike many homes and churches today, it only had one way in and one way out. There's only one way in and one way out. And not only was it one way in and one way out, you had to go in a certain way. You had to enter, it it says in the Psalm 100, you had to enter into the gates with thanksgiving. You had to enter the gates with thanksgiving. During this time in 1440 B.C. and so on, what what it was, they had to enter the gates with a sacrificial offer. to give thanks unto God. They had to walk into the gates with a sacrificial offering. If they didn't have that offering, they couldn't go in. So the thing about gatekeepers, gatekeepers stay at the gate because that's that's as far as they want to go. They they, they don't want to push forward because if they push forward it's going to take something from them. You see the man at the gate was focused on the overflow. Every day He would get money. Every day someone would help him. They would get him to the gate, And people would give him money. And then he would go home again. Because he was so. Because he was stuck. In his situation for so long. He got conditioned. And then he became a gatekeeper. I don't need to go to the market. Just bring me to the gate gate of the temple. I'm good there. That's where I can get my help. That's where I can get people to help me. But if you would enter into the courts and got closer, to the temple. Because the temple is where the presence of God is. That's where the spirit reigns, rules. And the thing I learned about the presence of God is if you allow the presence of God to actually get into you, you won't leave the same way. If you actually allow the presence of God To enter inside of you. If you actually allow the presence of God to reign rule in your life. But it, it has to take something out of it. Here's the thing, yes I was raised in church and yes I was prophesied too, but but once I got old enough, like once I hit 18, really 19, I felt now I can do my own thing. And, and there were times I didn't want to do what God wanted me, needed me to do, and wanted me to do, because who he's called me to be. So I walked away from Conditioned in your situation. And now you don't want to give it up. So God can work in you. And heal you. And the third category, the silent part. Now, now, this one, I didn't see when I studied this, but uh, I was listening to Pastor Keenan Henderson, and, and he wrote this down for me, and he said, now look at that. He said, now, look at earth. Now, read that. He told me, that he, he read it, and I had to go back and look at it, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Because here in Acts it says Peter and John was together they was going to the temple together to pray but if you read chapter 3 you'll see that Peter does all the work you see that Peter tells the man to look at him you see that Peter Tell the man to get up and walk. So, so John, like, why was John there? John was the silent part. Let me, let, me, let me illustrate you this way. So when, when you start a business, now, now, if, if, for those who started a business, you know how much it costs, you know how much energy, you know how much you got to invest, you know, you know what it takes to start a business. And if you did it by yourself, And you got off the ground, and it's doing amazing. You know how hard it was. And Tom, you wanted to quit. And then there's some some people who had these solid partners. They often call silent investors. They, they they invest in the business, they invest in the company financially, or even they, they invest in the company financially to help you build your company financially. And you know, let me let you know something that helps out a huge lot. And then there are people who have silent partners. When, when you wanna quit, they're right there to let you know. You can't quit. You have the strength, you have the ability to continue moving on. John, here in our text, John was the silent Joe was right there. God wants us to know that we have the ability, we have the power in him to be saved, healed, and delivered from our situation. You may have been born into that life you may have been born into that family. You may have been born into that situation. You may have been born that way. But God said it does not identify. So you don't have to be bound to it. You don't have to be conditioned in it. Tonight God is saying. You can be saved, healed, and delivered. It, it no longer has power over when, when you. When you walk into the gate, when you walk into the courts, and you enter into his presence, but again, but in, a, in order to walk into the gate, you have to give up something. Something has to die. You have to walk into the gate. Give up your life. And allow God to reintroduce you. Walk into the gate. Give up your life. And allow God to reintroduce you. You see, oftentimes we try to reinvent ourselves. I have twice. But the thing I realize and the thing I'm learning is that if I just give myself to God and allow him to move in my life, And follow after him. He will reintroduce me. Like like David. David was anointed to be king as a shepherd. But he didn't leave the field to go to the palace. He stayed in the field and watched over the sheep. And then there was a matter at the palace, and David was re- was introduced to Saul as a musician. then reintroduced to Saul again as an armor bearer. And here's what most people may may not know. And then he was reintroduced back into his father's house as a shepherd again. He, he He went from the palace back to the field. And a lot of people think that, oh, he got demoted. And that that's not of God. Listen. oftentimes, times God would demote you to elevate you. Because that when he went back to the field, he got word from his father to bring his brothers lunch. And then while he was bringing his brothers to lunch, he overheard Goliath. And the God that was in him The gift that God put in him knew what Goliath was saying, knew what Goliath was doing to God's people. He couldn't stand. And, and if you read in scripture, it's the first time, chapter 17, you see that now David is being used to Saul again as a Lord And the thing that I found out today is that now David is again introduced to Saul as a mighty man of God. Today, you may be bound in your situation, you may be identified by your situation, you may even be conditioned in your situation you may see no way out I'm born this way I'm going to stay this way I'm born into this situation I guess I have to stay in this situation but tonight God wants you to know That's not who you, that's not who God created you to be. Tonight, God wants you to walk through the gate. Walk through the gate. Get up and walk. Because. first 8. He jumped up, stood on his feet and began to walk. In walking, leaping, and praising God, he went into the temple with them. And all the people saw him walking and heard him praising God. When they realized he was the lame beggar they had seen so often at the beautiful game, they were absolutely astonished. We're going to do part two next week. You see, because he got up, walked in the gate. Wasn't silent about what happened. Wasn't silent about the miracle. Others saw him and was amazed. You, you, your deliverance is not just for you. Your salvation is not just for you. Your healing is not just for you. Let me tell you this. My salvation, my healing, my deliverance wasn't just for me. If I didn't get up and walk in the gate and surrender my life to Jesus, I wouldn't be the father I am today. I wouldn't be the manager I am today. I wouldn't be the pastor I am today. I wouldn't be the talk show host I am today. I wouldn't be the son I am today. I wouldn't be the brother I am today. I wouldn't be the cousin I am today. I wouldn't be who I am today. Because I I to silence, to get up and walk through the gate, you're able to hear this message. Because you getting up and walking through the gate is going to be a testimony that someone needs to hear. Father God, I just thank you for this moment, Lord. I thank you, Father God, for your saving, your healing, and your deliverance right now. I thank you, Father God, for your saving, healing, and deliverance anointing right now. That's about to flow onto your people that's watching this video. That Father God, that someone is about to get up and they're about to walk through the gate of salvation, the gate of healing, the gate of deliverance. And they're about to make up in their minds that tonight, no longer were they bound in their situation, no longer were they identified by what they're going through, no longer were they conditioned by their rights. Tonight, they're making up in their minds. Their old is dying. Tonight, they're making up in their minds to be new in you. They're making up in their minds to surrender their lives unto you, Lord. Tonight, they're starting the journey in you. No longer will they be bound to their traumas. No longer will their traumas hold them back from what you call them to be. No longer will they be offended by triggers. And no longer will they be controlled by their environment. No more traumas. No more triggers. No more tantrums. Tonight, we decree and we declare. That we're saved, that we're healed, and that we're delivered from our past addictions, from our past circumstances, from our past environments, from our past identities. Tonight, we ask for a new identity. And we stay creating us a clean heart. And mold us in who you have called us to be. They're not alone, they're not forsaken, they're not rejected, they're not abandoned, they're not neglected, they're not set aside, they're not cast out, but tonight is to let them know that you are with them, that you love them. And tonight, you're doing as Peter did to the man at the gate. You reach out your hand. And picking up. You reach out your hand. And giving them up. And if you go back and read the scripture. When Peter reached out his hand him up. He was leaping, he was jumping, but he, if you read verse 11, you see that he is still holding on You know what? God just you revealed know this. One of this, one of the lessons from Peter that we learned is that when Peter started walking on water, he started to sink. But God was right there and picked him up and walked him back to the boat because of that situation. was able to reach out his hand help the man back into the temple because Peter wasn't bound to his past experiences decree and we declare that we're saved, healed, and delivered. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. I just want to thank everyone for watching Tonight. And if this is if this has been blessing you, this series has been blessing you, do me one favor. Well a couple of favors. <laughs> like, share, and comment. God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. He hasn't left you. He hasn't deserted you. He hasn't forgot about you. He's waiting on you. He's waiting. Amen. I want to again thank everyone for watching. And we're still going to be in this series. Listen. God is speaking to me. He's setting something up for this month. And listen. It's going to be amazing. So stay tuned. I'm going to be doing a lot more posting on Facebook. If you don't know where to find the show. If you don't know where to find the flyers. If you don't know where to find us, here is where we are. We are, we have our own page now. If you have been following Unlimited Impact, you can still follow that. But for the show, we're on our own page. If you search into the deep, you'll find it, uh, it has the logo, it has the picture, And that is where we are. You can comment on posts. You can message us. And we'll reach out to you. You can ask us for prayer. We will pray with you. We won't just pray for you. We will pray with you. If you would just like more understanding. Of this journey that you're on. We will help you. Knowledgeable in a lot of things, but there are some things I'm not that knowledgeable in. Like Pastor Keila helped me understand the solid partner aspect of this text. There are times I don't know. And if I don't know, I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna get back with you. So again if you wanna follow us on Facebook into the deep. If you wanna to listen to us on the go, we're we're on IHeartRadio. I into the Deep Talk Show on Spotify, Into the Deep Talk Show, we're on Apple Podcast, YouTube, and dumb We're working on some things to get more content out there. We're working on some things. God, God is showing you that this isn't the deal this, we, may be close, see we may be close to the end of 2023 but God God is has, has saying this is me 2023 is not over yet God is still working he's still showing up He's still showing Amen. God be the a